0: I didn't even know that Rolling Stone magazine, I didn't even know there was more than one. I always thought it was just a magazine. Just Rolling Stone magazine. Which came
1: first, the band?
0: The Muddy Waters song.
1: The Muddy Waters song? Yeah. Which leads us to talk about the band that has influenced more dad rock bands than any other band in the history of rock and roll. I don't even know if that's true, man. No, what I'm saying is... Every dad rock band, you know, like actual dads that get together and play okay, music yeah. with other dads, they always fucking yeah. play the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Always. It is. It's like <laughs> <Yeah>. required. <laughs> If Dan you're if you,
0: in it. <laughs>
1: Dan, and then they start smiling and looking at each other and grooving, again. and they're like, Yeah, man, I'm in mean, fucking high again. school again.
0: There's a dude whose beer gut has his guitar sticking yeah. out up too high. There's
1: a Instagram called Dad Rigs or rigs of Dad, why, I think is what why? it's called. I I will, this yes, shit. I'll share it with you. It's really fucking funny. But all it is is it's just rigs, you know, guitar rigs or whatever of dad rock bands. Always in the most ridiculous pictures. But every time I feel like I look at that and I go, I guarantee these dudes just play fucking Rolling Stones songs all day. Because <laughs> it's what everyone does. Because the Rolling Stones are so fucking old.
0: It bothers me how old they are. Do you
1: think they have blood boys? I bet you they have blood boys.
0: I don't know what that means. Oh, like uh, yeah. Silicon Valley? Yeah. Literally, yeah. Keith Richards started that rumor that he had that he gets blood transfusions or whatever he, he, started, started, it he started he started yeah. he started his
1: own rumor yeah. based on the truth
0: the, if you add the ages of the members of this band together it's almost 300 years yeah that's fucked up Yeah, it's so fucked. it's up. honestly disturbing to me that these guys are still touring like, it fully freaks me out sure I, I, I get uncomfortable when i think about it well Dude, that's you, someone's fucking
1: grandfather because you realize that if they were to fall off the stage they would hit the ground if they tripped and fell It would just be a dust pile on the ground, and that would be so
0: dangerous. It's so dangerous. Somebody could break
1: a hip for sure. Do you think they actually still play? I feel like they just play the tracks. I mean, they probably still play, but I wouldn't uh, be shocked. I mean, I know a lot of
0: music journalists who still freak out when they tour and go see them, and I can't imagine that they would sit there and not know. There's a music journalist that we both
1: know that we is probably
0: not going to like our podcast at all. I don't care. I don't, I mean, I don't care either. I'm just saying. Um. Mick Jagger is 74 and his latest child was born in 2016. That is so gross. Imagine your dad being 84 when you're 10. How does it work? Dude, I don't know. I
1: mean, does he still, does his dick still, like, produce? I don't know. I, I
0: hope that kid's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah I, I mean. You know, I like, 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 chromosomally. That's just science. That's not
1: even, like, we're not talking, like, shit here. That's just real science.
0: Seems like a not good idea. This
1: seems like a genuinely
0: bad idea. I remember when I was a kid, Sylvester Stallone's dad got his girlfriend pregnant. Yeah. And he was real old, and all the tabloids freaked out about it. I yeah. remember reading that in the grocery store lines. I don't know what ever happened to that kid. Hope he turned out okay.
1: I didn't look it up. We should look at it. Does he have other kids? Like, Oh, yeah so, but All saw, these guys have kids. so, so, so does he okay? So, it's possible that he has a grandkid the same age or older than his own child. Oh,
0: Dude, I bet, man, I bet oh we God. might, we might have stumbled on the reason why the band still tours. Maybe yeah. all these grandkids are like, "Hey, granddad, you should get out there and tour again, yeah. hoping like a fucking light will fall on one of them. He'll die, and oh. there comes that inheritance. This guy, maybe dark. that's why they keep touring. This got dark real fast. That was dark.
1: That was dark. You're saying that the grandkids, I'm here to do work want today, grandpa, to turn into dust. I'm going in on this to band. fall off the stage. So he could break his hip. This is a sacred cow and it's dying today. This is sacred cow. Oh my God, how can you guys not like the Rolling Stones? I feel like that's all we're going to hear <laughs> from this episode.
0: I like it when you do voices. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Valley Girls really... Oh my God, really yeah. Like, I grew up <laughs>
1: listening to the Rolling Stones.
0: Was, oh my God, my dad loves this band. and Sheriff like- from Clueless is pissed at us. Uh, when he was young, Keith Richards is supposed to have said, If I'm still singing Satisfaction when I'm 40, I'm going to kill myself.
1: Ooh. Bro you're way past that <laughs> you're doubling that almost you're pushing double that and you're still playing that song
0: yeah if nothing else let this band be a lesson to you don't say stupid shit like try to minimize yeah. the stupid shit you say when you're young you're gonna say stupid shit we yeah. all say stupid shit when, you're, when we're young don't promise you're gonna kill yourself or anything Yeah. cause that's dumb That's dumb. Yeah.
1: and it's also not true I mean you're not gonna kill yeah. yourself if you're still playing this song
0: well, I mean, yeah, obviously, you could argue that he fucking tried real hard to die yeah. for a long time there in the middle. <laughs> That's
1: true. He did. He did live a ex- extensively <laughs> bad lifestyle for a while.
0: Trigger warning: Which we don't. We're gonna talk about drugs today. <laughs> we're gonna talk about heroin. Don't do drugs. Uh, I guess we're probably gonna talk about rumors that a band uh, sacrificed one of their members in a satanic ritual in order to become more famous. Yeah, I hope it's true. We're gonna get shitty. Yeah, on I don't, I don't even believe in
1: Satan, but I hope that it's true mm. because it would just be it just be awesome.
0: Well, Mick Jagger is the devil,
1: dude. Whoa, I had no idea. Maybe that makes sense, why well, he's having kids at 100 years old or whatever he is. I
0: don't know if you're smart enough to guess his name Did Jesus
1: not. co-write these songs with them? Like, I mean, was that a thing? Like, mm. there were fucking dinosaurs around back when they
0: recorded this shit? Cavemen. Oh, my God. I Anyways. The, I think the guy who invented the wheel actually has royalties. We've covered this. <laughs> they're they're old. I'm not Inspiring even- Inspiring <laughs> dad rock everywhere. Okay. Here's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite things is when a person is in a band like this and they get their ass kissed for so long that they just live in this world where they feel so respected. And so then they go to other artists who are actually great and think that there are equals or something yeah they expect to be treated yeah. as a peer and just get shut the fuck down so okay everyone knows who mc escher is draws the optical illusion things great artist great artist uh i just sound like donald trump <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> tremendous <laughs> tremendous <laughs> beautiful tremendous are beautiful beautiful stuff this episode sounds like we're high and for the record we we're are not high i we're, wish i was this is just so funny like I, i'm really gonna have a good time talking about this bandit yeah Okay, so Mick Jagger writes M.C. Escher a letter asking him to do artwork for a Rolling Stones album cover. Yeah, Mick addresses Escher by his first name, which is like Moritz, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, it's not English.
1: First name, which is rude. Yeah. Especially because he doesn't go by that.
0: If he signs this shit, M.C. Escher, maybe That's call him Sir M.C., I right. don't know. <laughs> okay, so not only did Escher tell him no, he told <laughs> he told Mick Jagger not to address him by his first name <laughs> like in the response he's like no I will not do artwork for you yeah. by the way it's Mr. Escher to you
1: <laughs> and this is like mailing letters at the time yeah. right snail mail it's, it's and getting writing. owned
0: weeks after the fact right? <laughs> right. you're just waiting you're to get so, owned
1: so said open this letter <laughs>
0: he'll probably get where I'm coming from this time Yeah. <laughs> so Jagger writes him back to ask if they can just use a piece that Escher has already made you know like you don't even have to make us something can we just use Use something you've already done, and he even like says an example. Esher's like, no, just says no, <laughs> no. Do you think it was like a slight because he called him? I think he probably I would have, have said no first anyways. name because <laughs> <laughs> he thought the Rolling Stones sucked. I, I don't know if MC Escher is even into music. Right. dude. You know, like
1: this certainly not edgy boy band, rock and roll band whatever they were.
0: MC Escher is a fucking legendary artist. The dude can do things, did things that never had been done before. You know, he basically flew like that's the closest humans can come to flying in the air is just creating shit that did not exist before you were born. Yeah. And that's what he did. Yeah. And then you've got weird skinny white kid. His lips are way too fucking big for his face. Big mouth white kid. Asking you for some shit that you do. Yeah. Hey, can you lend your artistic credibility to our bullshit real fast? I'm going to go with no.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I I actually respect the, uh, Esher even more for that.
0: I mean, I... I- Probably should check his Wikipedia page before this goes out to make sure he isn't like a hardcore racist or something. But I can't imagine. Why would you not have respect for M.C. Escher? Right. <laughs> like,
1: At least as an artist. We're not saying he was a good person. Don't know.
0: I'm going I on record about right I'm now, a, dude. not an art critic. Doubling down. M.C. Escher was a great guy. Whoa. I stand by everything he ever said. Holy shit. And, if, and I'm going to go look him up on Wikipedia. Wow. Because I don't have morals. And if he said something fucked up, I'm yeah. going to cut this out of this episode.
1: That's so fucked up, though. I can do that. So people may not even hear what you're saying right now. They may not even know that you said this. I can just do that, though. That's so
0: fucked up, dude. Okay, Mick Jagger's probably been punched by every member of this band at some point for being an asshole. He's such a dick that the rest of the Rolling Stones came up with the nickname Brenda for him so they could talk shit about him with him in the room and he wouldn't even know. That sucks. What a dickhead. Do you
1: think he caught on at any point? I don't and know. he had to have, unless he was such a fucking dickhead or a narcissist or whatever. Although if he was a super narcissist, I would have think he'd figured it out he pretty quick. He
0: is for sure a narcissist. That he narcissist. would have, he would have,
1: well, you know, having a kid when you're a hundred fucking years old or whatever is pretty shitty and self absorbed. But anyways, can yeah. you imagine being that shitty of a person that your friends have a nickname for you? Like it, uh, my
0: friends probably do have a nickname for me, so they can talk about your me. PO right right oh, well,
1: they do actually. I don't. I don't know if I should tell you what it is, but okay. Um, okay. well, dude, but they but the Rolling Stones were a counterculture
0: rock band. Oh, I'll get to that.
1: They were, cu- it's
0: counterculture. Like Everyone kind of accepts Mick, that- Mick is rebellious. Everyone kind of accepts that Mick Jagger's an asshole. And they think that Keith Richards is this cool old motherfucker. He's so badass. He's the pinnacle of style. Hey, he's fucking not the pinnacle of style. If you've ever wondered why Johnny Depp is wearing too many scarves, thank yeah. you, Keith Richards. <laughs> um... Keith Richards is an asshole too. You would be pissed off if this dude was your grandfather. Here, uh, Keith Richards called Black
1: Sabbath a joke. Yeah, that was one of those things that we had talked about, and I looked it up, and it just triggered me so hard. I will fight him. I was hashtag triggered by that. Did he go on to say why? Like, what, what was the reasoning for that? Or do you think it was just the jealousy in that? <laughs> I don't the think Rolling it was Stones, the <laughs> Sto- Well, no, in that, like, the Rolling Stones were, they were, like, tryhards. They wanted to have the bad boy image, and they were no, I think genuinely was, like, trying recently. to have the uh, bad boy.
0: Oh, it was recently? it was like in the past 10 or 15 years that he said this probably. Then what the fuck is he? Why? I don't know, man. I, don't, I do not know. Some weird attempt to stay relevant or something? I don't know how he even got brought up. Like, I don't even know why Keith Richards yeah. is talking about Black Sabbath, let yeah. alone calling them a oh joke. Oh God. Uh, just painful. But then here's the other thing. Here's this quote that I found Keith Richards talking about rap. Quote, what rap did that was impressive was to show that there are so many tone deaf people out there. End quote. Mm. Bro, way to dump on a fucking culture yeah. that is the only reason anyone's listening to anything this guy has to say. Yeah, that's
1: some brutal shit. But my God, if he said it recently, was he like 92 or something wow. when he said it?
0: It's, even if it was 20 years ago he's still so, in his 50s it's so tone deaf though cause I mean when we, once we start talking about their music we're gonna get into it they just fucking lifted blues music like they yeah. just jacked music from black people and so then here he is talking about rap yeah. as if it's bullshit and I'm not saying that like if you're black you have to love rap or if you're black you automatically love rap or you should defend it I mean sure. I guarantee you there are black people who fucking despise rap sure that's fine Sure, but this dude is lobbing off cocktails <laughs> Over a wall between his culture, a white British dude, yeah, and Black Americans, sure, and that's fucked up. It is fucked up when he I mean, stole so much from them.
1: You think he just got like old and senile and like angry?
0: I think he's always been this way. It's just I think, this is it. I this think is the, cocky the actual as fuck, thing. Fuck, and it's yeah. super obnoxious, man cocky he,
1: without a reason to be cocky. I
0: mean, there are stories of this skinny kid pulling knives on people and shit. So stupid. Sir, you need to calm the fuck down yeah. before someone handles your shit for you. Breaks you in half. There's just this obsession with being tough, like that song Street Fightin' Man. Ugh. That's not tough. This That song does not sound tough. Dude. It's not badass. I, I, it's just I've, like posturing no. as
1: fuck. Exactly. Truly tough people don't have to talk about being tough. For sure. For you sure. Don't, you don't worry about the guy or no. the girl that's like I'm going to beat your ass. They're like, getting all puffy. You worry about the quiet one. Yeah. Those people, those are the tough ones. <laughs> the ones that don't say anything, they
0: just look at you like they're going to kill you. Those are the ones you fucking worry about. The people who talk about how tough they are insecure. are not tough. They're exactly. insecure. Okay, and then Keith Richards' dad was cremated. Keith's sitting there doing blow, looks over, sees the urn. Yeah, mixes some of the ashes up with this blow and snorts it, and people think he's a rock star for doing that. Yeah,
1: no, what's rock star about snorting your father's remains? Okay, Ugh.
0: he later said that he was joking, but who fucking knows? Like, there are tons. He's probably he- saying he was joking
1: because it's so gross. He didn't want to
0: admit that it actually happened. It is it's so fucking gnarly, weird, and it's just it's trashy as shit, man. Like, yeah. if you forget that it's Keith Richards, okay? Yeah, remove that. There's a trailer park a mile away from your house. Some dude lives in that trailer park. His mom or his dad died recently, and he's doing a bunch of blow to get over it. And he's got the urn right there. This dude in this trailer park mixes some of those ashes in with his blow, and right up the nose it goes. Good God. How do you feel about that? I feel bad. Is about that a it. rock star move? No. No. It's oh fucking disturbing. It's, it's dis- not okay. It's disturbing for sure. But someone needs to call someone.
1: Like, it would be a good story if this was like a Norwegian black metal band or something oh, yeah, like that. For, like, I'm it'd on be like, board. oh, fuck. Like, Holy shit. Board. This dude's like, this is some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but not not the Rolling Stones. And obviously this is just done in some sort of desperation either for attention or if he was so fucked up on drugs that he did some You're not an edgy band. If he is joking, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly.
0: Why this, dude? Why yeah. do you need to tell people that you yeah. did that? Why is that the thing that you come up yeah. with? What kind of edible bullshit is that? Yeah. There's what not a- he
1: snorted his dad's dick. <laughs> there is, there's not.
0: <laughs> uh, we cannot even talk about how bad of a father Keith Richard was when he was a junkie because right now I'm having a lot of fun in this conversation, but I will kick over to legit anger so fast. Yeah. He was a terrible fucking parent. Google like Keith Richard's bad father if you want yeah. to not like this band And yeah,
1: we want to talk about the, the shittiness. Let's get into of, the music. Let's, let's talk about the music. I, you know was uh reading some stuff but one of the things some that Anne one of the yeah one of the things that came Little up Stephanie Myers. was uh people debating who was better the beatles oh, or the rolling God, stones was such
0: to- a fucking common Man. thing okay here's why that question is stupid because the only correct answer is The Kinks. Right. They're just the the better band. They're so much better than both bands. Sure. Fucking never fell off.
1: I literally was reading all these back and forths that people were having where they were like comparing the two or whatever, and I was just like, oh my God,
0: this is so fucking
1: painful to read. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's get into the music, which is something not even the Rolling Stones want to do because they've only released two albums of new material in the past 20 years. Yep. These guys make Tool look prolific. Yeah true and one of those two albums is nothing but cover songs by the way which one a bigger bang yeah like i know what these things are called a bigger
1: bang or blue and lonesome i saw them on the bridges to babylon tour whoa that reminds me i have another reason why i don't like the rolling stones because i had to see them i don't know why i went it was free and went to a show but i was subjected to the spin doctors Thanks to them, because the Spin Doctors opened for the Rolling Fucking
0: Stones. I forgot about that band.
1: I had to li- watch the entire. That's set. the
0: band that's like, if you wanna call me, maybe.
1: Is it? Go I, don't, ahead now. I don't remember.
0: I don't remember what well, song what that. No,
1: that isn't. Is it the Spin Doctors?
0: Maybe it is. Isn't there a song called Two Princes? And isn't that the yeah. song that I just did? Yeah, I think. I think so. I don't know. The whole thing sucked, beginning to end. The thing
1: I remember most is being subjected to the Spin Doctors and how bummed I was about that. That is a bummer. And I held it against the Rolling Stones for taking him out on tour. and he, Whatever.
0: I mean, I remember watching MTV when that came out and seeing them on TV and just being like, oh, that's weird. Those guys are too old. Did you? Then. They have, in what year? Whenever you're talking about I remember yeah, that 90, coming out. I remember being a kid watching MTV. I remember them doing a satellite feed into an MTV award show, and they were like drinking. I was like, "Holy Whoa. shit, those guys are old to be drinking." Like well, that, that was
1: twenty years ago, so they were they were in their fifties. Yeah. They were old as fuck. Of course, you thought they were
0: old. And that album sucked oh my god I remember being a kid and being like this sucks
1: the thing about the Rolling Stones music too is if you look through the studio albums which is there's about 300 of them yeah there's
0: too many for us to do it individually you, would, you couldn't
1: even do it It would take Yeah, we could do
0: 20 episodes I mean, we, could, we could start a whole new podcast where we just do a Rolling Stones album literally every week yes and
1: it would be a 5 year podcast <laughs> and we would we'd die before we finished especially
0: it. if we got into bootlegs yeah when Rolling Stone magazine asked Ginger Baker the drummer of Cream you know a good band yeah and they asked Ginger in 20 2013, if he'd been to a Rolling Stones gig, and he thought they were literally joking because the band is such bad musicians.
1: Yeah, they rode the British Invasion thing like basically yeah, how yeah. many how many bands, including the Beatles, wouldn't exist without that solidifying moment or or that if, movement, think, the British right, Invasion. Movement, right, right. You know, would would the Rolling Stones have ever existed to the level that they do?
0: Okay, well here's the thing: we went in on the Beatles uh, on our first episode, so anyone can go back and listen to that for yeah. more about this. But that's the same bullshit here as was there, which is all the people saying how influential this band is, how many people started bands because of this band. Fucking pay attention to me. The British Invasion was nothing original. Every band in that movement was influenced by American music. They took our shit and sold it back to us. Do people think that it
1: was, I guess it probably is a relatively common belief that it was just organic.
0: There's like a feeling of otherness. There's an attractiveness to something being othered. Oh, I think accents are so sexy. Right. It's like, oh my God, I met this guy who had an Australian accent. It's
1: different. It seems
0: exotic. It's like, Hey, asshole, your next-door neighbor was doing that Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Literally 10 years ago, your next-door neighbor was doing this. You are now listening to a bullshit version of it.
1: But it's different. It has these really cool accents and these shitty haircuts and
0: it's just fucking (laughs) blues music sold back to you with an accent. Here's the reason why people think this band is the definition of cool. One of the Beatles' first publicists, which again, go back and listen to the Beatles episode if you want to hear how that all happened. One of the Beatles' first publicists got hooked up with the Stones in 1963 and he set them up as the anti-Beatles. Which is why every conversation you've had for the past 50 years is... who's better. Yes, which one is better is because this was a deliberately manufactured thing. By design. One of the guys who made the Beatles what they are and were at the time decided to do the opposite with this band. He had them let their hair grow out too long and be shitty looking, had them dress fucked up like weird clothes, you know, look like a street person would wear and use working class accents that w- wasn't even the way they really talk. Which that's a huge thing in England is your accent, you know, right. letting people know how upper or middle or lower class you are. And it's just it's a gimmick to make them seem dangerous and Threatening, aka more cool than the safe Beatles with their cute little matching suits and haircuts. Yep. Everything's tidy and sweet with the Beatles, and these guys are the bad boys and the rebels, which is why every guy and girl that you meet who fucking loves the Rolling Stones thinks they're so cool. Yeah. Or thinks they're like They're bad boys. They're, rock. Or they're bad girls. You know, whatever. they, they yeah. just rock harder. They're better. Yeah. Oh they fucking don't.
1: I bought this distressed shirt at Urban Outfitters. It's so awesome. Some. Like pre-distressed.
0: The Beatles' song "Helter Skelter" rocks harder than anything the Rolling Stones ever did.
1: Yeah, bad boy Beatles can't even hold a candle to the actual Beatles, and that's really saying
0: something. So it's all marketing. Okay, so that guy does this with them, so
1: people eat the marketing. Up.
0: Here's what he does next: he takes them to Decca Records, and Decca feels like a bunch of dumbasses because they passed on the Beatles. So when this guy, who was instrumental in the Beatles' success, comes by with a new band, they're like, "Well, yeah, fuck." course we're going to sign this band. We're not going to pass on the Beatles again. So now you've got the rival band. And there's nothing better for publicity than a good old-fashioned rivalry. Yes, everyone loves the verses. Good versus bad. There are people who who still buy into this rivalry who think it was legit, and, you know, they take sides in it. It was yeah. never legit. The people in these bands were always friendly. Like, some of the first songs that Mick Jagger and Keith Richards wrote together were then recorded by the Beatles. Like, right. they were all nice. It was
1: clickbait before clickbait was a thing, basically.
0: I mean, it's just really good marketing. Right. You know, really good marketing.
1: Yeah. But these people were way ahead of their time as far as marketing goes. Actually, in that way, it's actually really. I don't know about that. Well, I'm saying I don't know. I think it's interesting that they were smart enough to know that if they created this story or this idea, good boys, bad boys, and whatever, I think that's actually really interesting.
0: I think marketing has been active in society for thousands of years.
1: We all feel like we're immune to it. I think that's the thing. Maybe even if people hear this and I I guarantee you people are going to listen to this and not believe us. Go fucking look it up. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I know, I know, but I feel like people, nobody, nobody wants to believe they're susceptible to, Uh, I am, to marketing. Everyone is. (laughs) Yes, of course. That's, it's unavoidable. They don't understand what's happening to them. They don't understand what's being done to them. It drives the story so. So hard though, to the to the point where these bands are oftentimes on people's like top five greatest bands of all times list. It's, it's almost unavoidable, even yeah. though all it was was a giant marketing thing where they just legitimately stole music from that's other what people, people. Yeah, that's
0: what people would want to say is like, if you guys aren't going to talk about the music, that's bullshit because that's what's good. The marketing was just there to get you to the music. Okay. No, at the beginning, literally all they were capable of doing was playing blues covers. That's all they did. They covered blues songs by American artists. And the only reason they started writing their own songs is because their fucking manager told them they weren't going to make any money because all they were doing was was putting money in the pockets of the people who deserved it, the people who made the music that they were covering. If you want royalties, you have to write the songs. So he literally, I think, locks them in a kitchen, forces them to start writing their own songs. And obviously, what they're going to do at that point is take the shit that they know how to play from playing blues covers, change like three notes, and then write lyrics to it. Yeah. Their early original compositions are trash. Just trash.
1: You know, so many people are just like, fuck you right now. Are you saying that? I mean, I know it's funny. They shared admiration for Jimmy Reed, Muddy Waters, Helen Wolf, and Little Walter.
0: All great. Which all great. What does like, shared
1: admiration mean,
0: though? They all agreed this is better than anything we could ever do. <laughs> right. We're gonna steal all this. All of those artists that you just mentioned are amazing. If you haven't heard that shit, please go listen to that. It's just clearly better. What happened to anyone in this band that they get the blues? You mean, like, on a deeper level than just acknowledging how it's played? That gets into an authenticity thing. Sure. You brought up the British Invasion, right. which people will say all those bands were influenced by the blues. Sure. Yes. Agree. Hard agree influenced by yeah you take cream you take led zeppelin you take the yardbirds these are all fantastic bands none of them ever tried to pass themselves off as a blues band yeah these are rock bands Rock and roll bands. You could even call Zeppelin a proto-metal band if you wanted to. They did take blues music, and in Zeppelin's case, just stole. Like, Mm -hmm. this is ours now. Mm -hmm. They just jacked it, weren't going to give any credit to the people who wrote it. You made this? fucked up. I made this. I'm on board with you saying that's fucked up. However, what they did with it was different and phenomenal. The Rolling Stones just tried to pass themselves off as some kind of legit blues act. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, you're not. If they took those sounds and did something different with it at the at the and I'm talking about their early career now, if they added something to it, I might feel differently about it. I don't know. Sure, but in this timeline, <laughs> that did not happen. Yeah, that didn't happen. Right. It's like a lame British That's Empire fine. attempt to lay claim to American music.
1: Yeah, but it worked, dude. It worked. This is
0: not about white people playing, quote unquote, black people music. That is not what I'm saying. Booker T and the MGs were the house band at Stax Records. Those dudes are fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. They are on some of the best soul recordings you will ever hear. Shit that will never be topped white guys okay that's not what i'm saying what i am saying is if you're gonna try to cross a cultural divide like that you need to be fucking good right are you vanilla ice or are you m&m
1: yeah 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 oh, that's a good analogy that's the difference that's a really good comparison
0: that's what i'm that talking makes about. sense so am i i feel like i'm just ranting do you have you are ranting <laughs> do you no no i'm listening.
1: <laughs> I'm listening to you rant. Is that entertaining? I have thought about this for Obviously. years, dude. Like yes. th- I have been thinking about obvious. this band for a yes, long time. Yes, we've opened a can of worms here. I did not realize it existed. Okay,
0: so think about... You talked about... This
1: uh, This podcast is going to be three hours long. It's
0: Tyler doesn't like the Rolling
1: Stones. Tyler really hates Rolling Stones. I do too. But.
0: You talked about... All the dad rock bands, like yeah. the dads who get together in their garage. They're not trying to do anything. They would never even play a show. Okay, go one step beyond that. Think about how many bad cover versions of Rolling Stone songs you've heard. Think about all the times you've been drinking in a bar and some random cover band or a casino. Like if you're in a casino cover bands are the fucking worst. If you're in a casino cover band, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And they just start playing a Rolling Stone song and you're like, oh, here we fucking go. 100%
1: of the time. Here
0: we fucking go with this shit again.
1: 100% of the time.
0: Is it ever good? No. It's never good, right? It's
1: impossible for it to be good. good.
0: They're playing those songs perfectly.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, It's not not, not because they're bad players. They're tight. They they could be the best
0: cover band on earth. That's what that shit sounds like when you separate it from your idea of how cool you think Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are. Yes, the music doesn't hold up outside of the image. And it's just incredibly obnoxious to see the Rolling Stones go down in history as inventing things that they did not invent. I don't like seeing people called innovators when they're not. So uh, here's a sentence I found while researching this episode that pretty much sums up what I'm saying. Mick Jagger developed techniques previously used by African-American preachers and gospel singers. Do you hear the problem in that? (laughs) Yes. He developed techniques previously used by African-American preachers and gospel singers. If these techniques were previously used by black people, Mick Jagger didn't develop shit. Right,
1: he stole it. Hijacked. Period.
0: I think we kind of have to talk about Brian Jones here. Okay. Here's the thing about Brian Jones. I... Have always heard Rolling Stones fans, or not even Rolling Stones fans. I've heard musical elitists, I guess you would call them. Uh-huh. Like dudes who work in record stores and ladies who are, you know, assholes about what other people like, like you and me. Right. Say, I don't like anything the Stones did after Brian Jones wasn't in the band anymore. To me, that always sounded like one of those I like their early stuff things or, you know, I like their first album and after that they sucked. Basically just a version of I don't like popular things. I like them before they're cool and I knew about it before it was cool and I'm cooler than you. Yeah, I was pretty surprised by some of the shit I found when I looked up. Just like the timeline of how these songs came out and when. Uh, First of all, I was surprised by how many of Rolling Stone's songs that we all know were not even actual hits. Like, You Can't Always Get What You Want, Street Fighting Man, and Let's Spend the Night Together. Those are insanely popular songs, right? Annoyingly. You know every one of those songs, right? Of course. They were not even top 40 hits. Yeah. They weren't even top 40. That's fucking weird. Yeah. At the time, they had no. This band has eight number one songs. That is it. 8. That's insane. That's all, man. The Beatles have 20 number one songs and they broke up in 1970. Right. And the Rolling Stones did not
1: break up. Still play music.
0: That's wild. I mean, I
1: mean that's that's pretty terrible if you think about how many songs they've done. Probably 100. 300? Probably 100. Like realistically.
0: But then and that's another thing, even people who like this band, they this band has put out albums that fans they're just like oh yeah don't listen to that one it's really bad yeah they're all bad yeah okay but Brian Jones really was in this band when they put out most of the songs that everyone knows. Yeah. Like all the stuff they put out after he wasn't in this band anymore. No one's like, oh, you've got to listen to this one song. They're like, yeah, have you heard this album? Like the whole album is the thing. Right. There's no, there are no singles. There are no hits on anything. I mean, few hits after Brian Jones, but it's mostly just that dude. And he's the guy who started this band. He's the guy who named this band. He did everything. He was on the phone. They, he got them their show. They asked what the band name was and there was a copy of the Muddy Waters song right there. That's that's how the band name came about. Like Brian Jones picked the band members. Like he hired these guys for this band basically, picked the songs they were going to do, chose the blues covers, just everything. And then after they stopped doing the covers and they started doing original music, he didn't like the band anymore. Yeah. He, he was like, this is not good. This isn't fun. I don't like this. And he starts playing as many different instruments as he can besides guitar just to try to stay interested in this bullshit. That's why there's a sitar on Paint It Black and Street Fighting Man. That's why there's an organ on Let's Spend the Night Together. It's why there's fucking marimba on Under My Thumb. Because he's bored? Yeah, Brian Jones (laughs) is just trying to stay interested in this band. Right. So if you like these songs, you probably like what Brian Jones was doing in these songs, and you're listening to the sound of what I would call a legitimate part of the creative process, which is trying to stay interested in something, as opposed to everyone else in the band who's just phoning it the fuck in. Right, he died in 1969 too. Well, that's the whole thing, man. And the band just
1: kept on going. He
0: he was kicked out of the band. Yeah, it's not like he just died and the band kept going. These they were dicks to him. Keith Richards stole Brian Jones' girlfriend. Oh, man. That's a dick move, okay? (laughs) If you think Keith Richards is cool for doing that, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. It's not rock and roll. I hope you don't have any friends. (laughs) So then a couple years after Keith Richards steals Brian Jones' girlfriend, they just straight up kick him out of the band because he's doing too many drugs. He's too fucked up on drugs, so they kick him out of the band. Hey, hey Mark, do you remember that time that uh, Keith Richards got kicked out of the Rolling Stones? I don't because it never fucking happened. Yeah,
1: because he's still playing.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? How how hypocritical do you have to be? I think it's
1: probably what. Wait, I mean, it's the jealousy of the fact that this dude was like doing so much, and they wanted to be the they wanted to be the hot shots, so they booted him.
0: There are some people who legit think that they sacrificed him to the devil, yeah, to stay popular.
1: If anybody is listening to this <laughs> and you know if that's true or not, please, I want to hear the story. If
0: you know how to do satanic sacrifices to make shit happen, yeah.
1: call me. Yes. There's a couple things that we would like to talk to you about.
0: A month after they kicked Brian Jones out of the band, he's fucking dead. Oh.
1: You're saying you hypothetically believe that he possibly <laughs> died because he was kicked out of the band. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. So, And if you're one of the Rolling Stones fans who thinks that the stuff after Brian Jones is gone yeah. is the best— You're out of your goddamn mind because the rest of this discography, there's so much filler, dreadful songs. You cannot listen to this band without a Greatest Hits collection. Right. But please don't get the wrong idea because I don't think that there was ever any integrity in this band, even when Brian Jones was running the show. They still tried to make a psychedelic rock album.
1: Yeah. I wonder if we, we, again, we, we, it would just be too much. I was going to say we should go through some of the records, but.
0: I really would not enjoy that.
1: No, I was, was, (laughs) first of all, there's so many it really would take us so long. but the other part of it would just that would just not be enjoyable. I wouldn't even be entertaining. I would be bored at some point they
0: they went on to make some of the worst disco there. Yeah, that's all you need to say it's so bad. I mean and as an ex-country musician, I find their attempts at using sounds of country music just extremely offensive yeah there's one song called Far away Eyes. It is. One of the worst things I've ever listened to. It makes me violently angry yeah, to you, hear it. You
1: sent it to me, and I, I I listened to about a minute of it and had anxiety and shut it off.
0: It is so. I don't fucking, even like country music. It is offensive, man. Yeah. It is so offensive. You know what? It's so offensive. I can't imagine how blues artists feel about this band. Yeah, because it's got to be the same thing for them.
1: Right. Like, yeah, yeah you, I, I you, know exactly right. what it's
0: like for these British assholes to jump in to a culture that I've spent a lot of time in sure. and try to jack something from it. Right. So it, it's got to be so much worse when the only reason anyone even cares about this band is because of what they did with blues music. I can't imagine how blues artists feel about this band. Yeah. And if so, like their version of Wild Horses, which doesn't even really sound like country music, if you like that song, if you like Wild Horses, go listen to Graham Parsons sing it with the Flying burrito. Brothers, it will fuck your whole life up. You will never be the same because that's the difference between bullshit and the real deal.
1: Yeah, Will Rolling Stone's fans who are similar to other fans we've talked about on the show, acknowledge that though? That's the question. I, I feel know. like they probably wouldn't. I think I feel like they'd be like, no, the Rolling Stones version is better.
0: I feel like die-hard Rolling Stones fans don't even know.
1: They took blues and made that. it better. I
0: feel like they don't even know that, though. I think these are the same people who think that the Black Crows cover of Hard to Handle is the song. They have yeah. no idea that it's an Otis Redding song. Yeah. Or if they do know that, they think it's like a trivia night piece of knowledge. Like, hey, did you know that uh, Hard to Handle is originally an Otis Redding song? What do you mean originally? It fucking is a Otis Redding's song, Fuck the Black Crows.
1: Right. One of my favorite stories around that is that uh Johnny Cash covering Nine Inch Nails hurt when Nine Inch Nails plays it live, people being
0: like, Oh man, is this that Johnny Cash song? Oh god. It's awesome. Anyways. This is just another one of those default bands. It, it it's like you find out that you're supposed to like music yes. if anyone's gonna fuck you. 100%. So you look around, oh shit, oh shit, what bands are cool? Uh 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 that one. Yeah. The one with the tongue shirt. Yeah. I will I will take that one in a size medium, please. Yeah.
1: It's like when you hit a certain age and you're like, I like rock and roll. It's like people go, Well then you have to listen to the Rolling Stones. It's just how it is. You it's like just default. Band. For sure.
0: And <laughs> some people never break out of that, I guess. Never I don't know. And also, if you see someone wearing a vintage Rolling Stones T-shirt, do your best to accidentally spill a drink on them yeah. that will stain it, because that will help it look more vintage to them. And I guarantee you, they spent like three hundred and fifty fucking dollars on that shirt.
1: Well, I feel like it's one of two things: either it's a true vintage shirt that they did legitimately spend three hundred dollars on, or it's just a Urban Outfitters remake. Because you know those those shirts, they distress. Those shirts they, now. Well, the, the Rolling Stones. Make them look old. The
0: distressed Rolling Stone shirts are sold in Walmart, I believe.
1: They're actually sold in Walmart. I think so, man. And they're
0: actually distressed. But that's because this band is the definition of cool, Mark.
1: Oh, man. These but guys invented cool. Nothing says cool. cool.
0: <laughs> Walmart.
1: <laughs> like Walmart.
0: In the background of people of Walmart photos, you very well may see a Rolling All Stone shirt. That's fucking cool. Man,
1: it's so cool.
0: I just cooled my pants. <laughs> If your favorite band is the Rolling Stones, your favorite band sucks. Your
1: favorite band sucks.
0: All right. Thanks for listening to the second episode of Your Favorite Band Sucks. Go ahead and share this episode on social media. You know, just start some shit. Who knows what could happen? Me and Mark sure have a lot of fun sitting around talking about this stuff, so maybe you will too after you share a link to the episode and some of your friends get in on it. And there should already be at least a couple more episodes available wherever you listen to this. Uh, We did the Beatles first, and I think the episode on all of Christmas music is coming out at the same time as this one. So, yeah, go check it out. You can follow the show on Twitter at yfbspod. And YFBSpod.com is the website for the show. Please rate and review the show in iTunes. Apparently that lets people know that we're not just screwing around. We're actually, you know, making an effort to make a good show. We'd like to keep doing this if you'd like to keep listening to it. So let us know if you're having fun with this too.